This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Chris Mack in for Joe Ostrowski today, tomorrow, and Monday. Alongside Ed Egros and Aaron Hawksworth, this is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, live coast-to-coast on the BetQL Network. And, of course, inside your Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. It's free. Download it today. Take us with you. Get us in podcast form after we're done as well. Every weekday, 9 a.m. to noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Twitch as well. Twitch.tv slash BetQL or YouTube. Check out the Odyssey Sports Channel. So we get into some contest picks and back into the NFL in just a moment. But this this is my first chance. This is our first chance, Ed, the two of us to work together, which yeah. means... It's the first time I've had a chance to bludgeon you over the head with my really moronic game of GTFO or Oh Yeah, where Paul will present us with an opinion and we will either say GTFO or Oh Yeah. And just a reminder. With that delivery, right? Like exactly with that delivery. Like there can't be any kind of, you know, ambiguity. Well, there is is some ambiguity and this is Aaron's favorite part. In how you respond, if you are an oh yeah on whatever item <laughs> Paul should toss, soft toss our direction, you could you could be a mild oh yeah, like oh yeah, yeah yeah, oh yeah, or you could you could be okay. a somewhat excited oh yeah, like the Kool Aid Man okay. busting through the wall, oh yeah, yeah, or if you're really <laughs> super jazzed about the idea, like it's the best thing you think you've ever heard, you are permitted to go full. Randy Macho Man Savage over the top. Oh yeah, and that's that's always the opposite end of the spectrum here. So the okay. GTFOs or oh yes, Ostrowski did. Remember his oh yeah that gave us the creeps. Yeah, that was weird. It was more like. So weird. do you remember the, the oh yeah? <laughs> do you remember the the, the oh, Ken yeah. Kniff skits oh. on Eminem CDs back in the day? Ooh, oh, yeah. no. Yes. No. Oh, yeah, no. kids. Sure oh, yeah. Super creepy. He coaches Little League uh. Baseball. <laughs> Listen, I'm we sorry. can make fun of him. It's just what it sounded here. like. It's just He's what it sounded like. He's not on my bingo card. Oh, for today. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah, kids. Um, sorry. <laughs> this is what happens with GTFO or oh, These yeah. These are the Quick worst defensive drills I've ever seen. <laughs> Paul, put us back uh, on the rails, please. Uh, I'll do my best. Never okay. never easy with this crew. Uh, speaking of, yeah, though, right. real quick, just a little side note. <laughs> Uh, BCF Toys, which uh, Parker mentioned for like projections for the for these college games, he has points against for the Michigan Iowa game. So Iowa's points at negative one, which I just love, and it's incredible and amazing. 
You can bet under a half uh, point for Iowa in each half if you so choose. Uh, it's just terrible football. Don't even play the game. Speaking of college, a game that we are all looking forward to tomorrow night. I hope it's a good game. Um, point spread indicates it might not be, but with this Washington-Oregon game and looking at the Heisman, GTFO or oh yeah, if you think Washington can beat Oregon, you're better off just betting Michael Penix Heisman, which is now 16 to 1 at a lot of places, than the Washington money line at 3 to 1. And let's just say Penix runs it back, does what he did against Oregon in a 36 33 win earlier this season. 302, four touchdowns, pick, whatever. Uh, but 302 and four touchdowns. And Washington wins. 16 to 1 GTFRO. Yeah, Michael Penix is your Heisman winner. Mm, I'm going to say GTFO. I, I think the only path to Penix winning the Heisman still is he goes off against Oregon, which I don't have. Speaking of having things on your bingo card, I don't have that on my bingo card for Friday night. I don't have Penix going off to the tune of like, 485 and five touchdowns and no picks and maybe running one in as well. Like I, I just don't see that happening against Oregon's defense, but that's the only path to Michael Penix winning the Heisman. Um, I think any kind of, I don't want to call it pedestrian, but any kind of middle of the road, Michael Penix performance, Ed lends itself, pushes us back in a Washington victory. I should say pushes us back towards the Jaden Daniels camp, which uh, is at 140, plus 140 right now. But that would also probably require Bo Nix having a multiple turnover game, I would think, at the very least, and losing to Washington. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go with a mild GTFO. Uh, so what would be the delivery there? Uh, GTFO? You know, something like that, yeah. where I uh, you know sound a little wee wobbly, I guess. Yeah, yeah, a little little Urkel-esque, you know, get get the big glasses, you know, hike up the pants, I suppose. That's a GTMO. I I don't know if Penix can win the Heisman at all. I, I don't know, like not disqualified, but I don't think there's a path for him anymore. I really don't. Because first off, you look at the raw numbers, like he's massively trailing, you know, the key guys. So that's the first problem. And then the second problem is like what Jaden Daniels has done is, you know, outright historic. It is something truly to behold. And even though LSU isn't playing this weekend, I still feel like that that is going to be hanging over the heads of a lot of Heisman voters where they may have already made up their minds. There may be nothing that can happen Friday night that will get enough voters to change their minds. So you're dealing with a guy who may not even be taken seriously, number one. And then number two, he has to overwhelm everybody with that final game. And I'm just not sure there's enough time for him. Meanwhile, with Bo Nix, I think even an average game might help him win the Heisman here. Uh, it may not even be in a, in a winning effort, but I, but I mean, look, last year, Caleb Williams lost his last game, went on to win the Heisman. So certainly there's precedent for it. But I do think like even an average game for Bo Nix will lead us to believe that this is more of a legacy award than say what he did this one season. And some voters look at outcomes and campaigns that way. So to me, I think only two guys are eligible to win this thing, Bo Nix and Jaden Daniels. 
GTFO. I think the only people that think Washington can beat Oregon are Husky alums, probably, who like to bet. Because I haven't heard one person making a strong case for the Huskies to beat the Ducks on a neutral field this weekend. I don't see it happening. I think you would take... Like, these are two quarterbacks going in completely different directions. I mean, all the analysts that we've had on this show have been talking about the Ducks offense and Bo Nix playing at elite level for at least a month now i think he's finally getting his respect i think it is his to win i am not in the camp where i think that washington can beat oregon and therefore this is a gtfo for me no oh yes Mm, slightly disappointing but you'll have that sometimes Mm. not every day can bring us a macho man level of oh yeah not two more that's true yeah we'll We'll have an opportunity it will come, and perhaps it'll provide a lesson for Joe if he happens to be paying attention on his days off to how to well, properly address I, the oh yeah situation. I'm thinking we should clip it and have it ready uh, for the rejoin the next time we do this segment because that it's was not a bad call. Hilarious. Just so like everyone can have their skin crawl a little bit. Yeah, this is how not to yeah. say oh yeah <laughs> to anyone ever in any situation. Yeah, yeah. E- even if, even you if like you're if Jane Fonda, oh yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Uh, even if Jane Fonda has brought you home, you don't say, "Oh yeah," that way. Even if you're this close to to closing the deal, you don't give it the, "Oh yeah." That's just nobody even, wants to hear that. Even Jane Fonda would run from that. Yeah. Be like, nope. Get out. This is over. <laughs> this, this is done. I don't. I don't care if you're 20 and taking Ed's class. No, absolutely not. <laughs> be more like a. Oh no. Um. Okay. <laughs> a, a more expansive GTFO or oh yeah, perhaps tomorrow or Monday. But we we wanted to get into the the super contest card. Um. And we. I don't know. We, we've seen some line moves as well on these, uh, but as, as 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 we look at the super contest card, Ed, um, crunch some of these for me. Tell me what because there's not a lot on this that like I jump at. There's in fact, uh, there's I don't think there's more than two maybe that I jump at on this entire card. There are some tough decisions to be made here. I found myself holding my nose a lot with a lot of these picks. And I'm disgusted with myself, to be honest, that I am recommending uh, some of these sides. But you know what? It's the game you play, right? Like you you take the, the hand that you're dealt and you do the best you can with what you have. And that's what I'm doing here with my contest picks. So how about we just hold our nose and knock this out, shall we? Let's just start with the Patriots plus five and a half quarterback situation what are you supposed to do with it i don't think the market knows how to react if uh you know assuming mac jones isn't the starting quarterback look bailey zappy's not better in fact he might even be worse but what we did see last year when zappy came on is that they simplified the offense and i wonder if the coaches are going to put zappy in a better position to succeed maybe they're just doing too much uh, with too little once Mac Jones is out there. But with Zappy, maybe the simplified offense can work out, especially against the Chargers pass defense that we don't trust at all. The simplified offense, I think, can still be successful. And look, Keenan Allen has a quadricep injury. So if he's not 100%, 
And this passing attack, they're just bereft of warm bodies at this point. So I think the Patriots can at least uh, cover the five and a half. Next up, still holding my nose, <coughs> Jets plus two and a half. More of a fade of the Falcons than it is believing in Tim Boyle here. But let's go down memory lane and look at the quarterbacks who've beaten Atlanta, shall we? Kyler Murray in his first game back from injury. Josh Dobbs in his first game with the Vikings. Will Levis' first start. Sam Howell, who doesn't have it and is constantly getting sacked. Desmond Ritter tied for third and turnover-worthy throw rate as well. He could just as easily succumb to the defense as, say, Tim Boyle can. So Jets plus two and a half, I think, is fine. Next up, mention this is my survivor play, so I'll go ahead and include it with my contest picks. Steelers minus five and a half. Bigger issue uh, than firing Mant Canada. Maybe just having a healthy Pat Fryermuth. Got close to a 35% target share in week 12. That hamstring injury, not that big of a deal anymore. And now it's a matter of incorporating Deontay Johnson and George Pickens to where you really do have a dynamic offense. Um, also concerned as far as Arizona is concerned about targets they have outside of Trey McBride. So I think Steelers can cover the number. Next, Texans minus three and a half. Brad Spielberger cited this tweet yesterday. It's worth repeating again from Brett Coleman. Since week six, 25% of all drives against the Broncos defense have ended in a turnover. That is luck-based. That is not the Broncos being this phenomenal defense. No, they are just getting lucky at just the right time. So I'm laying the three in the hook. And finally, one more hold-your-nose bet. Bengals plus eight and a half. Are we overreacting to Jake Browning's first game? Is the market overreacting to a backup quarterback like it so often does? Look, if Bengals pass rushers accrue pressures, they will force Trevor Lawrence into some mistakes. I do think this Bengals defense can do just enough to keep them in the ball game. It's not, I think Jake Browning is going to be a great quarterback. I just think that we have seen some dubs by Trevor Lawrence because that offensive line, they have a couple of great guys, but it is a weak league system. And so I do have some concerns there. So Bengals, Texans, Steelers, Jets, and Patriots. Aaron. Wow. Well, we have some disagreement here. So let's start with the Patriots. <laughs> Because they're going to lose by at least two touchdowns, Ed. The Patriots are tied for last in the NFL with, wait for it, only two covers this season. Now, I do understand the Chargers' defense is putrid, to a word to use a word we like to <laughs> use on this show. I do expect them to score some points, but I don't think this is going to be close. The Patriots don't have a quarterback. What do they have to play for? They're... We we talked about it yesterday. Are they tanking? I don't really know, but nothing's going their way. I don't even think if Bailey Zappi plays well that they have the talent to compete against this Chargers team. So that is one I definitely disagree with. Yeah, I I, I don't think I think I'm with Aaron on the on the anti Patriot side here. Um, just because I don't I don't suspect we're going to see anything better with the quarterback change. Um, the other one, I told you guys my reasons for being hesitant on the Steelers laying as much as five and a half. 
Um, I'll be honest. I end up looking at more favorites this week. Like I like Dallas laying Mm. nine. Uh, I like Miami even laying nine and a half against Washington. I think Detroit laying four against a Saints team that is tripping all over itself is a nice play as well. And you mentioned Houston, Ed. I like them as well, laying the three and a half. The hook worries me. Um, but uh, I would go that direction. And then the, the last one I would probably throw in there, Philly getting two and a half. It may not always be pretty Ooh. this year, but Philly finds a way to win football games. And even on, even against that Niners defense, I think the Eagles find a way to, at the very least, play a real tight ball game. When we come back, we got some lightning bets for you. Chris Mack in for Joe Ostrowski alongside Ed Egros and Aaron Hawksworth right here on BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM.